Good morning, Yaggies. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Bull Podcast, giving you behind-the-scenes content on Utah State sports. I'm Jackson Curtis, and I'll be your host today. I got the opportunity to talk with Utah State basketball player Roche Grootfam. He played at the College of Southern Idaho before transferring to Utah State. This year, you may remember him as the guy that had the crazy dunk on Seneca night of San Jose State on senior night. We kind of talk about his experience on the Aggies, what he's learned from Coach Smith, and why he's chosen to transfer yet again to another school here on Behind the Bull. What's up, Roche? How you doing? Not too bad. I'm in Idaho uh, with my family and my son and all, so yeah, it's just really just chilling, working out, and you know, going from there, honestly. That's awesome. Well, welcome into Behind the Bull. It's good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, of course. What's it kind of been like? You know, you go to like traveling with the team, about to go to the tournament, you know, looking over film, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, you just got to chill for a bit. What's it, what's it, the transition kind of been like? Uh, I mean, it was, it was tough. It wasn't as easy because, you know, we were, you know, we qualified for the, for the NCAA tournament and then um you know everybody's excited that we were you know we're practicing normal and like we had the rumors we we, we heard the rumors that you know we talked about it as a team and you know everybody agreed that you know you know they're gonna do what's best for us and um you know if if it comes down to maybe no fans at all if we would be willing to play and all so it was definitely challenging but you know we all were like motivated to to get there no matter what um and uh, you know you go online for the rest of the school year and then you have some classes that are like better in person than online. So you have to start figuring stuff out. So, um, it wasn't, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't something that you wanted to happen, of course, but, um, due to the circumstances, you know, this is all we can do. So, um, we're making the best of it, honestly, and just trying to, um, and keep our head above water, honestly, and go from there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, from what I've talked to, a lot of the athletes say they just, they enjoy it, but they, they miss it a ton, but it's nice being home with family more often than not. Oh, no doubt. It is. It is. Um, like you miss it, you know, your teammates, you all see each other every day, you know, your coaches and, you know, in the community. And then uh, something like that just really drives you away from, you know, your goals and your dreams. And um, it sucks in one end, but on the other end, you know, I get to spend endless time with my son and uh, be with my family a lot. So, you know, that's that's kind of something that, you know, I enjoy about it, honestly. And I saw on social media, uh, you posted a picture of your seven seven month old son, Kaysen. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. What? Tell us a little bit about what uh what it's like raising a son right now. Oh man, it's it's amazing. It's kind of you know uh, I always wanted my first child to be a boy, and you know I'm happy about that. Um, it just makes me kind of be the father to him that I really didn't have, and kind of give him as much love as possible and uh it's it's a great feeling and uh a big responsibility knowing that you know it's not about me anymore and it's about everything i do right now is for him and it's because of him so uh the motivation definitely like went up a notch uh i enjoy every moment of it you know he's on the crawl already it's crazy he's he's, he's moving around um but uh it's just something that changed my life, honestly, you know, and at one point I didn't know how I would do. And I think for now, I'm th- I think I'm doing a pretty good job. So uh, 
I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Like he's growing, he's growing really fast. Like soon it's gonna be a, a year old, and then life just takes off. So uh, I try, I try to um, enjoy these moments as much as possible, and you know, uh, really take advantage of this time that I have with him, and um, make the best of it. Really, that's awesome. Have you gotten a little uh, basketball hoop form when he gets a little bigger, so he can start shooting? He already has one in the bathtub. Um, that he kind of can throw his rubber balls and rubber duckies through. So yeah. he's practicing. Uh, he already has kind of a basketball pillow that he, he likes to just throw around. So he's definitely working. Um, still trying to figure out what what what, uh, what arm is going to be. Some days he's leading me like his left hand. Some days he's leading me that he's right-handed. So I'm trying to figure out what he got going on. But yeah. um, now he's he's super excited. He's um, he's a very, like, quiet baby. He doesn't, he doesn't do a lot. And... He's just big on attention. He's he's at a phase right now where he notices everything around him. So he's kind of like really observative of what's going on and who's around him. And it's it's pretty amazing to see that actually. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I can't imagine it'd be kind of a fun experience to just seeing him grow up, seeing him play basketball. It's gonna be kind of cool when you, when he's when you're going to his games. It's gonna be kind of cool. Oh yeah, it's definitely something that I'll, I'll do as much as I can. You know, uh, I was raised by a single mom, and you know, she didn't always have the time to. Um, actually, my mom, I can count on my my five fingers uh, how many times my mom has actually seen me play uh, in any sport. So, because she's always been, you know, busy and she's working. So, that uh, really something I want to give him is like, um, you know, the father figure and um, just showing him that, you know me and his mom you know we care about him and all that so it's pretty exciting let's kind of go to one of the biggest moments i'd say of your senior or your senior year at utah state the big dunk um against uh san jose state on senior night um you probably remember the play like it was yesterday but you were backing down number 13 is in the second half it seemed like you were just going to go up for the layup because i was sitting probably six or seven rows on the other side and i was like oh i'm just gonna lay it in and then all out of nowhere, you just pick it up and and slam it down, put Seneca Knight on a poster. Um, what was it like, kind of getting the crowd pumped up and doing that on senior night? Oh man, it was amazing. Again, you know, it gets me goosebumps right now talking about it. It was kind of kind of something that that happened, the the a moment that I actually wanted to happen, and you know, um, nothing against Seneca Knight. It was just he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, but, uh, you know, Coach drew up the play, and he, he asked me, you know, what block I wanted to start on and all. And I actually, to be honest, I messed up the play. So I was supposed to start on the opposite block and come over after I got the screen, but I just started in the middle. And because I was so, like, anxious to get the play going that, um, no, the switch came. And I don't know, I was kind of already annoyed about shots that I missed and um, kind of, chatter on the court and um i think i just put in my mind that i was gonna go through him and just knock the ball so when it happened man it was i watched the ball go through the net and i was already screaming of how excited i was that you know it actually happened and when i turned to the bench i couldn't help myself but to just be happy about it because and then i hear the crowd going nuts it's it was amazing. It was something I probably never will forget. I probably framed that picture for the rest of my life, um, keep that video for the rest of my life. But it's definitely, you know, something that I, I wanted to leave behind and kind of show the Aggie fans that, you know, 
that's the player that really that's who I am and that's the player I can be uh you know when given the opportunity so um you know they got to see it on senior night uh, you know I I hope that it came earlier but you know uh you know started off a slow season with my injury and all so uh, stuff like that happens and you know you just you just do what you got to do to get to keep it going so I enjoyed it man um it's still being talked about to this day so um I don't know it's like I said there's nothing against Seneca Knight or anything um no I didn't say nothing to him he didn't say nothing to me we just kept it moving so it was kind of a moment that I wanted to happen and it happened and it was just wow no, it's true. It's one of those moments because I I watched every game. I even went down to Vegas for the tournament too. But I just I remember that's probably one of the, like top three moments, especially for this year in terms of how crazy intense the spectrum was. And it was a special night, you know, seeing you, Sam Merrill, Diogo, and Abel just have that senior night. So it was kind of fun to watch. Um, but going into the Mountain West tournament, um, Coach Smith has really kind of developed a good program. Um, with before Coach Durier, I mean, I remember to go into the games. I mean, they were good, but you guys played at a different level um, the past two years, especially with Coach Smith. What have you kind of learned um, under him as you played for the Aggies? Uh, you know, I, I I wish I could have played for Coach Durier. You know, he recruited me and, you know, his staff. You know, they, they did a great job with uh, what they did. You know, it's unfortunate what happened, but um, – I was signed to them and then, you know, I get hurt and then Coach Smith comes in and me and him, you know, talk on the phone for about an hour when he gets hired and, you know, he tells me that, um, you know, he wants me to be around and I, he, you know, they want to help me get healthy and that already showed me the type of person he was and, you know, I was excited about that and, you know, I, you know, I stuck around and to be honest, he's, he's the type of guy that he can come in the room and, Without saying a word, you can feel his presence. Um, just with just the energy he moves around and walking around with a cup of coffee every day. And uh, um, but when he gets on the court, it's all business for him. You know, he doesn't care um, who you are or, or whatever. It's all business, and it's all working hard and giving you effort every single possession. Um, and whether it's in the weight room, the classroom, or on the court, you know, he has that same mentality that, you know, you give your you give your all and put your mind to everything. And whenever you're done, ask yourself, were you the best version of you today? And that's kind of something that I picked up from him is just always be the best that you can be and to your fullest potential. And it's something that really, like, rubbed off on our team, you know, his energy and his excitement, you know. It rubbed up on us when, you know, he had to maybe um, not be at practice, which is probably never, but happened maybe once or twice where he had, you know, off-the-court stuff he had to take care of. But, you know, that we still can bring the energy without him in the room because that's just the that's just what he's instilled in us and kind of, you know, he's still there without even being there. So, um, no, I, I enjoyed, you know, you know, being coached by him, playing under him. You know, I learned a lot. Um he made me see the game from different different areas, so that's something I'm, you know, I'm thankful for, and you know, I take it with me, you know, not just with basketball, but for the rest of my life, honestly. I can tell he's a great leader too, like you said, off the court. I mean, even around like the media and like the post game conferences, he, you can tell he's more than just a basketball coach, and that's what I really like about him. He's way more than a coach. He's a teacher. He's a mentor. Like you know, you know, 
you know, we've had conversations before and, you know, basketball has, has not even been in there sometimes. We just, we have life conversations. You're like, you know, like, you know, he was a big factor when my son was born, you know, shot me, you know, sent me a text message, you know, encouraging me, you know, and, you know, that's something that meant a lot to me. And so um, that's somebody, you know, I can always pick up the phone and call and, you know, reach out to him. So, you know, I'm thankful for my time there under him. You know, he's done a lot for me as a person, as a player. So uh, I have nothing but great things to say about him. So let's kind of go to uh, what happened on social media a little bit ago. But before that, I mean, Abel Porter uh, recently announced he's going to Ohio State. Um, and then you really... Yeah, I'm happy for him as well. Um, then you released some big news saying that you're transferring. I'm going to be honest, man. You're looking like you're going to Ohio State, too, with that red hoodie. So we kind of want to know. <laughs> nah, I'm not as big time as him. No, um, you know, uh, this this whole, whole transfer thing has zero to nothing to do with Utah State, my coaches, my teammates, you know. Um, if anything, they've been supportive and every day texting me and asking me if I need anything, you know, if I'm good, if they need to reach out to certain places for me. So um, I think it's more of a decision that I made for myself, you know, as in me trying to um, move on and, you know, seek another opportunity and, you know, go for a new challenge. Um, I'm excited about it, you know. I'm looking forward to it, you know. And um, I'm getting close to deciding where I'll go. So, um it's really just up in the air right now as to, you know, really finishing school and kind of um, go from there, honestly. But, no, I love I love USU. You know, I'll always come back. Um, you know, they've treated me right for two years, you know, got me healthy and, um, you know, made me feel part of a family. And so that's something I'm thankful for. But um, I, I just think it was, you know, time for me to look for another opportunity and, um, they've been nothing but supportive and, and helping me. And, and I'm, I'm just thankful for that, that we still have that relationship while, while me kind of seeking out the institution. I can definitely tell you're going to be an Aggie for life. I think most players, um, see that whether they transfer, stay with them for the whole time. Um, what kind of schools you talk to a lot of schools, but what you're looking to go to like a program on the West coast or for you, is it just wherever the opportunity is? It's really whenever, wherever the opportunity is. Um, you know, I'm trying to get into grad school, so I'm looking into that too, like best opportunities and uh, kind of really just exploring my option as to where would be the best fit for me. And honestly, I've been asked a lot, like, you know, are you going to stay D1? Are you going to, like, what are you doing? I'm like, honestly, it's just where I feel happy, where I feel at home and where I can get opportunity and, there are, you know, people around me that have, you know, um, that can help me elevate my game and, um, you know, of course, my studies too and then beyond that. So um, it's definitely going to be somewhere that, um, you know, I want to be and um, I'm excited, honestly. You know, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, Roche, a lot of our podcast listeners kind of like to know behind the scenes, like, what do you like um, not with basketball? So I guess my question is like, what do you like to do for fun, or what are your hobbies when you're not, you know, doing basketball? I'm a huge soccer fan, huge, huge soccer fan. So in my free time, you know, I I'm a big Barcelona fan, so I watch a lot of soccer games. You know, I love Messi as a soccer player, so I kind of that's really if you see me walking around with my phone like this, I promise you, I'm not watching basketball. I'm probably watching soccer in England or something. It's just something that was really 
popular in my country. You know, basketball was not that big where I'm from. And um, um, soccer was really the sport that I grew up playing. My dad played it. My uncles played it um, before my um, dad got hurt. Um, you know, he had a pretty good career. So um, kind of really that's it. Other than that, right now, just being a dad, really. That that kind of just changed everything, you know. Before that, I would say maybe, you know, living in Idaho first and then moving to Utah, I've kind of learned to be more of an outdoor type of person. So I would every now and then go on a hike and, you know, I might, you know, I finally started learning how to fish, so fishing and stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of a mix of everything, but probably right now my biggest thing is just being a dad and being a family man. Um, you know, it kind of doesn't get better than that really spending time with your loved ones and um uh kind of really just doing what you have to do and take care of responsibility that's awesome yeah i didn't know that you uh you like soccer that much that's cool i don't i'm not very good at soccer but i, I like playing fifa that's my thing <laughs> oh I'm, I'm a big fifa fan you know, me and diogo um are pretty big fifa fans and mimi and um you know justin and ryan are really and sam and actually sam started playing so i mean a bunch of us on the team really are kind of into at least playing fifa but when it comes to actually talking like teams and players and statistics and you know history you know i'm your guy you know i can i can go all the way back in the books well thanks or for being on behind the bull i appreciate it of course of course thanks for having me and you know y'all take it easy and stay safe Thanks again for listening to another episode of Behind the Bull. Feel free to share Behind the Bull podcast with your friends and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, we also are on Instagram, at Behind the Bull, where you can find weekly Utah State videos. Next week, we got Marlene Aniabosu, USU women's basketball player. And after her, we got Ty Wesley coming up on the show. Thanks again, and go Aggies. (laughs)